Hello and welcome to Hey I Like, the podcast where we talk about all the things that make our little neurodivergent brains go bonkers. I am once again joined by my lovely friend Lucy. Um, Hi! Yeah, you've already introduced yourself once, I don't think you need to do it again. (laughs) Um, For part two of Guides, right? Yes. For anyone who has not listened to our previous episode on guides and a little bit of guiding history, even though we very quickly got derailed from that, uh, A, you should, it's good, and uh, B, uh, to summarise, we talked a little bit about the history of guiding in the UK, we talked a lot about like guide camps and brownies, rainbows, guides, and rangers i realize i just did that out of order well done me Uh, (laughs) some of the badges there are some recipes in there um there's a great clip of us singing a stupid campfire song (laughs) um and i got to reminisce about all the fun times at brownies before health and safety rules were a thing did i tell you that i sprained my ankle at my first ever brownies meeting (laughs) Oh, I loved that. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> we had we got um, a parachute game banned in our unit because of health and safety because a girl cracked her head open on the floor and we are all so sad about it. Oh, that does not surprise me at all. Yeah, we were playing ladders. Oh, I love ladders. And I tripped over forever. someone. <laughs> um, I usually do the tripping over, which would be fine apart from the fact that I am a ranger and they are guides. And I'm like, sorry, guys. <laughs> that must have been traumatizing for them, those poor kids. <laughs> they complain. I'm like, just don't be on the end. You made yeah. this choice. Life yeah. lessons. Yeah. Anyway, you said you had a plan for today. So, yes. Let's get on we're, with that rather than immediately derailing. We're going to be talking about. A little bit more history, specifically about the World Wars, because we did stuff then. We were important. Yes, you How were. The badge system um, as a whole is constructed. I've got my record book here, which is this book you can get in Rangers because we don't have badge books because I don't know, we're not cool enough for badge books. Ah. Well, it's kind of a badge book, it's weird. And then we're also going to be talking about the awards, like the Ooh. outdated spider award that I am doing. <laughs> Because, you know, this, the benefits of having a small unit and when your leader is a badge holder. The Commonwealth yep. Award and the Queen's Guide Award, but only very briefly because I'm not currently doing that and therefore only have what I crammed into my head like 20 minutes before we started recording. Wonderful. Because we can't, we can't do an episode, especially with me, without anecdotes. How I got into guiding when I was, you know, seven and wide-eyed and full of hope and wonder. <laughs> start with that um i got into guiding i was seven i was like i like lived at the library and there was this book series about brownies that i presume was sponsored because they had the logo all over it um yeah i would guess so (laughs) you know otherwise that's probably a a little uh, copyright fraud there Mm -hmm. i don't think it was anything special it's just like these girls going to brownies you know all that like seven-year-old drama and I went to my mum and I was like, I want to do this. And she was like, okay. And she conquered her great fear of going on the internet and signed me up. And then, you know, they invited me along and I start in that, in that unit and I go to the guide unit and then I go to the newly open ranger unit because it's like, you can't be here anymore. You're way too old and you can just be the only ranger so we can still have you. And then, you know, Presumably, after I am 18, I will go on and be a leader and have my own unit somewhere. Uh, that's nice. Maybe after uni, because I will be busy. <laughs> yes. Uni is a busy time. Do not make it even busier. Don't worry. Give it a few years. I tell you all about my terrible life choices. So, we're going to still start with the record book, because that's currently in my hands, and it's probably the most, like, People understand what it is. They changed it in 2018 
so it can be all weird and instead of I don't know I can't really remember what it was like before because I was in brownies and I have very bad like memories of childhood as in I yeah. can't remember things um it was mainly like interest badges I think and you get the occasional cool badge and I have this weird three-part thing and I don't know what it's from you had your Baden pal which I didn't do because of COVID so I therefore have no idea what it is <laughs> as a guide thing or maybe it was a brownie thing again wouldn't know COVID but now it's the six themes we've got know myself express myself be well have adventures take action and skills for my future lovely yeah <laughs> And how it works, and I still don't understand this, and I think it's weird. So you have interest badges, I get that, and that's like, what's it, for know myself, we've got morals and values, genealogy, and women's rights. And interest badges are, they all have three challenges, and they're just sort of stuff that you do at home, maybe you'll do them like at a meeting, like I did my photography and confectionery badge. No, I didn't do confectionery. I did mixology. I poisoned most of my unit. That was that was what I did. My friend did confectionery. You know, we did that. You know, as part of the unit stuff. We yeah. do it at home. And then you bring in this massive folder of look, give me a badge, and then you see the fear in your leader's eyes, where it's like, we do not have this. I will go order it for you. <laughs> and these skills builders, which develop your skills and confidence, become an active team member, is the network one. And there's stage one all the way to stage six. So you do like stage one when you're rainbows, like two, three brownies, four, five guides, five, six rangers, I think. We didn't really do them when I was a guide. And um, we <laughs> vaguely doing them as rangers, but also not really. And I don't know what you do to get this skill builder. And um, they have this big folder that we broke once. And you complete all these different activities to get it. I think it's weird. I probably shouldn't be dissing it, but I do. I think it's weird. Why? Part of the stuff, it's just... Some of it's good, right? Some of it's interesting. There's like a challenge for one of the... Let me flip through my book so I can give accurate information. Um, Feel good. And it's like... Make like a bowl of like the rainbows, the fruit, learn about all the different vitamins. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But then also, it's like, learn how to be a good friend. Like, okay, I think I did, I think I've got that down. <laughs> Don't think I need to spend an hour and a half on that. <laughs> yeah. And then there's so, like the fact that I don't know if it's still the same now, but when I was um, a brownie, because we didn't really do badges and rainbows, when I was in brownies we had the interest badges but that was about it and you had to get them signed off by an adult before you took it to brownies to get your badge so like my first badge was like the horse riding badge um obviously but in my little badge book i had to get my mum to like sign off and say that i'd done everything and it wasn't a lot to begin with um and then take it to brownies and our brownie leader was just kind of like yeah you can have it <laughs> so but there was no sort of continuity between rainbows brownies guides whatever you just you just got the things you were interested in and then there was none of the like lifestyle type things back then either i don't think yeah it was no, very the strange way it now, i think it is probably for the best i'm probably just being like it's something I can't understand in the or it's useless. It's like, you've essentially got the same structure from Rainbow Brownies, Guides and Rangers, and so it's like, nice and, you know, everything, everything leads in, you've got this cohesiveness. All the yes. badges are sort of the same vibes, but also different. So it is probably to, you know, not be completely random. I don't remember yeah. people signing anything off when I was in Brownies, I just remember coming in with this pack full of stuff and being like, I did a thing, and they're like, oh, cool. Have a badge. <laughs> yeah i mean there were some things that we like we did activities at brownies that would get us a badge so we'd come in in the evening and the person in charge would like have a stack of badges ready and we knew we were going to be doing something exciting <laughs> because otherwise it was just like coloring in um 
but if it was something that you did outside of brownies, yeah, they needed it needed to get signed off by a parent. Um, just to stop you from coming in and saying, I've done all this stuff, give me badges. Um, because every small child wants badges. <laughs> every everyone wants badges. Wanting yeah. badges does not stop. And you know, when you are guides, rangers, leaders. Wanting badges is just a universal concept of guides. <laughs> I bought it's... a badge a few days ago, so <laughs> not a brownies like, badge. Oh, I feel so like funny. we need to clarify for people the difference between a normal badge, like a pin badge, and a brownie oh, guide badge, right. because yes. they're very different things. <laughs> so, when you do something cool, or just exist, or, you know, it depends on the situation, you'll get a badge, and a badge is like a woven patch. And you yeah, they're not they're not pin badges. No, they're you can't get fabric pin badges. patches that you have to sew on. <laughs> yes, a little pin badges we sometimes get when we've been somewhere. You can yeah. get those little and we put them on like Soddy and Boris. Who I'm not telling you who they are. If you want to know who they are, you've got to go watch the first episode. Because <laughs> I threat her. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they're woven badges. Some of them. You, the ones that are made like by guides are really nice and easy to sew on. When you get them from other places, they're like so thick. I think I bent my needle once or twice going through some of these massive patches because I I sew mine on. It's it's either it's gonna either gonna be like you or your grandma. And I think my mum did my first like maybe four or five, and I'm like I'm doing them now. Or maybe yeah, it's like you do them now. Either way, I do them now. And so it's like when I went on the um my most recent Gruffalo camp, they showed us the badge before. And I was like, it looks so cool. It looks amazing. It looks incredibly difficult to sew on. So it was like little trees and horns. I'm like, oh gosh. Ooh. We can just have nice. a square. But it is, <laughs> it is gorgeous, but it, it hurts. Yeah. Normal ones take like, you know, maybe like fifteen minutes because you obviously want to make sure it's straight. Um yeah, that one took an hour. Just sewing. Sometimes you can sew your badges. I sew them on my blanket. A lot of people sew those on my camp blankets, which are big blankets. They're all made up polyester, I think. With um, they've changed them a few times. The God, I've got an old blanket now. I feel ancient. It was like not like dark blue, just kind of blue with a purple trim, and it's got like guide in the corner. Then they were red for a bit, apparently. I don't think anyone's got a red blanket that I've seen, but I do know they were red for a bit. And it wasn't a bad red. It was like a nice raspberry red, blue trim, but it looked really weird because yeah. I don't really associate red with guides. It's just no. like one of the smaller colours. Like, I mean, I guess, uniform. I guess the rainbow's uniform is red. I guess, but it was like an official guide's blanket, like like the guide yeah. blanket. I was like, why is it red? See, that's that's blue for me. Yeah, like it's blue. Even though I was never a guide. I never had a blanket either. Yeah, some people so... say on their uniform. Brownies have their sash. I think Rainbow yes. also have a sash. We, we had sashes. I yeah, had Brownies two sashes because you I had too many badges. <laughs> <laughs> I've suddenly um, got in my music box all of these badges that I have from Brownies and I haven't sewn on, so my mum's obviously found them and put them in there. Yeah, I had uh, two brownie sashes because I did not have enough room on my first one. And the last um, Remembrance Sunday parade that we did, I wore both sashes. Oh, yeah, they like, was it like crossed? Like, yeah, like, on one on each shoulder, crossed like... over in the middle. That was a look. <laughs> you were going to war. I know, right? I was carrying the flag as well. <laughs> it's like, this is the standard, guys. <laughs> as the oldest brownie, I got to carry the flag. It was very heavy. Oh, yeah, like, and that's the brownie flag. The yeah. guide flag. The, I carried the flag for a bit in brownies and then in guys. And the brownie flag was like, it was the height of a brownie, but it was wooden at least. And the guys one is this massive metal pole that you are carrying. And it's November, so it's freezing, and you kind yeah. of can't wear gloves unless they're black. And the only black gloves I had were fingerless, 
So I'm holding this flag, oh. my fingers freezing to it, walking down to the church like, oh, it's so cold. And also every time it, you know, if you shifted a bit, there was a chance this massive flag like knocked over maybe half of your unit, just fabric in their face. But I think I was lucky because although I was cold, no one else knew that. Like I was just cold. Um, the year after me, my friend carried it and she got the flag stuck in the tree. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's always, there's pros and there's cons of the flag. Yeah, see, a wooden, fla- a wooden flagpole isn't as cold as a metal one, but a metal one yeah. is hollow. And as someone who has spent many, many hours carrying around wooden show jumping poles, a wooden flagpole is much heavier than a, than a hollow metal one. So. <laughs> Yeah, the pros, pros and cons. It's just the sheer weight of it. I was, I, yeah. I'm short. Yeah. <laughs> I Did you get given the like? I don't know what to call it. Like the holster type. Oh, thing yeah. To hold it in. Yeah. yeah that doesn't really help much, no. does it? You could only. And also, they wouldn't even like let you hold it in there the whole time. It's the guy, the army cadet guy, yelling stuff, and it's like, um, God, standard bearers, bear standards. And sometimes you can you just have to hold them in front of you. It's like I have this lovely thing here that could supposed to take some of the, you know, weight off, but now just hold it. My little twelve year old arms like this deep my I I think I'm gonna break. <laughs> yeah. Cause we had to um I don't know if you had a very similar setup, but we had to stand at the war memorial for like half an hour, an hour maybe, um, while they did their sort of mini service. And then we had to walk to the church, which was a mile, mile oh, and a half. Goodness. Um, then sit in for a church service. Um, and then walk back to the war memorial again <laughs> with the flag we the had, whole time. Oh, we had, um, because our war memorial is in a weird place, it's like, you know when you have two roads and there's just a bit of land in between, the war memorial is there, so we stand on one side of the road, the public stands sort of around, and but the people, because we like present like a wreath or maybe a posy to the war memorial, yeah. or also on the other side. I can't tell, I was going to, I need to like not describe this too much because I'm just going to know exactly where I live. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably not best, you know, just some no. roads. But then we um, walk down to the church, which I don't think is too far. It's a weird, you've got to go like all the way around though. But I don't think it's a mile. It's quite chill. You always have this feeling that you should be sort of marching or something, but you just sort of walk down. Yeah. And everyone stares at you. And some people film, you're just now holding this flag, like, okay. Yeah. Going into the church is optional now. I don't. I should because I'm Christian, but I, my parents are like, I probably want to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's not like we paid attention in the <laughs> church service. <laughs> we just kind of, you know, sat there and pretended we were listening. None of us I mean, did. I, it, it's like a Protestant church. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to give her, like, where are the stained glass windows that I can stare at and, like, not pay attention to? Wait, Where's does Mary? Your... Where is my mum? Does your Church of England church not have stained glass windows? I don't think so. <gasps> right, yes, so you can put it on your blanket. The current blanket, because they've changed it now, is um with the whole rebrand, which makes it look, I think it's to make it look a little bit more like scouts, so they kind of blend more. I don't know. They better not change the promise badges, because the logo's changed now. Um, it's So you can have rainbows, which I imagine is in the rainbow colours. I haven't actually seen the rainbows one, but I'm sure it exists. Brownies, which is in like I think it's yellow with brown trim. Obviously the guide one and then the rangers one. Which isn't the new blanket. I don't know why I started off with that. The new blanket is dark blue, like like navy blue, with as I don't know what the trim is, it's like all of different these different like little symbols and like magnifying glasses and probably some mountains and like you know, you get the feeling of we do stuff. I'm not sure if they've changed all of the blankets or if that's just the new like standard now but like 
last year, that's what it was. You could have rangers, guys, brownies, rainbows. I have a guides one because that's like the universal one, and also because I'd already got that one, so why would I want a whole new blanket? Like, either you transfer your badges or you just have two incomplete blankets, and that's just kind of weird. You could also put them on your uniform. I don't because, like, what when you grow out of that uniform, you I guess you can just keep it, but if you have a blanket that's gonna last forever. You can see, like, your evolution. Yeah. I think it looks cooler, but that's just me. You know, it's just my opinion. Oh, English was probably crap there. <laughs> but when, when they do, when people do have it on their um uniform, you can just, you can see what they've done. And I'm like, oh, wow, you guys do those, <laughs> do those skill builders? We do not. I don't know why. I We, we just never really do that like, little... You get these little hex skins like the stage five, stage six, or whatever. We just don't do them. We do the interest badges. We do other yeah. badges. We did the chocolate challenge. That was very fun. We just ate a lot of chocolate. So that is, you know, the badge system. And once you have, what is it? Um, one interest badge, a skill builder, and five hours of unit meeting activities, you earn your theme award, which are ugly. And a weird shape, and I don't understand, right? You've got, I like that when you have the different badges that they, they all connect, though. It's like, because they're, the, yeah, the um, skill are hexagons, and like the inter badges are circles, and the circles are really standard badge shape. Yeah, no, the uh, theme awards are like, I don't really know how to explain it. Let's do some a little bit of charade. So imagine a square, and then on the bottom of the square is a semicircle. It's like that. Interesting. So you'd think it would be, you'd think they would be like a different shape and then all of the different theme awards would like connect. But no, they're this weird kind of like banner shape and I don't like them. If they were, if they could just, just be square, just be rectangle. Be rectangle. But you get that, you get that. Um, And then there's different levels. So once you've done... Let me just um flip to the front or maybe the back. I don't know where it is in this book. You can tell I don't read it much. I can look at this thing. Once you've done all six, you can get your gold award. I think it's four for silver and then two for bronze. And for the ranger gold award, so you, there's one last challenge and you've got to complete three parts. And it's so we make a promise. Demonstrate your leadership skills by undertaking an activity to support your local community. Which is just like anything, really. And then um, you plan, you know, where you're going to go after you you do your award, I guess. Maybe when you're an adult. And then you get your Ranger Gold Award. It's like, cool. Actually, it does look quite cool. In, in the book, they've got a whole a little section on it. I feel like it's all shiny and everything. That's quite cool. Maybe, maybe you do that. And so that's you know how the badge system works now. And here are the this, this is the fun bit. These are the other awards you can get. You can get your your young leader qualification, which is just when you sort of become a young leader, and then after that you can become an adult leader. And then there's the Commonwealth Award. The Commonwealth Award is three parts. It's three parts, and then there's two, like, extra sections, but you choose from a whole bunch. So there's History of Guiding, where you just talk to, like, whoever's assessing you, like, how it began, how it developed, basic aims and principles. That was probably the easiest, to be honest, because it's all on the website. And then you do your knowledge of the Commonwealth, and you've got to know something about the development. You talk about, you know, a Commonwealth country other than your own, and then do something practical in relation to the country of your choice. I was really annoyed that Spain wasn't a Commonwealth country, because then I could have just, like, put in, like, the uh, pen pal letter yeah. I had when I briefly had a Spanish pen pal, and I would have had to do, like, no work. <laughs> and then you do community action for 20 hours over a minimum period of three months. So that's something I'm doing when I have actual time and no exams. And then you can do, you pick two topics from health and environment 
cultural heritage, fit for life slash out of doors, public speaking or debating, creative writing, citizenship and investigation. And they've each got their own clauses. And it's essentially all about like understanding your country better and other countries and how things affect other things like citizenship is like describe your own system of government and that of a different country in the commonwealth and demonstrate knowledge of how your country prepared for disaster and you do all of that and you get verified by your county commissioner and you get i think you get a little metal badge but that's your award you can do that when you're 13 and up so i have kind of started that it's got a special place space in my big folder of guiding award stuff you can also do your, what's it called? Lead away when you're a ranger. I can't think what it's called when you're a guide. I think it's like, I think it's just called like your guide camp permit, maybe? I don't know. I'm sure there's no 13-year-olds listening to this who are going to correct me. So it's fine. And then when you're like a leader, it's like your going away permit. And so lead away is when you're, essentially you do all the different parts of, planning your own camp so it's like first aid you know food activities where you're gonna go budget insert money 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 you know if i ever hear and then you eventually go on it you, you, you do this great camp your mentor like comes in and like sees that everything's you know going all right and then you get your award or your qualification or your permit your permit and then you can you know do little like range camps slash guide camps and then when you're a leader obviously you want to take unit on camp they don't just like random adults take like 20 children off into the wilderness you do a similar qualification and then i think i think there's this big book of stuff because um a couple of our leaders have recently been doing their qualifications and then someone comes in you know sees how it's all going signs everything off and then you've got your qualification and you can take people away and that actually came out really wrong. You can take guides and rangers on camps and brands and rainbows. It's not a kidnapping voice. So I think I'm going to be doing that in the summer, hopefully. I need to actually book summer and talk to my leader about it. I think you have to like get where you're going signed off by your council commissioner and it's just a lot of effort. And before we get into our next award, which is the Look Wider Award, which is out of date, but it's fine because you can still technically do it if you have the badges in stock. Let's do a little segment on um how, like, guiding is structured, like, after there's just your rainbows, brownies, guides, rangers, and leaders. So you've got your unit, and that's, you know, you go there weekly. That's the little, your, your little guiding family. um, And then there's your district which is like it's not i don't think it's really like the town you're in it'll be like maybe the next big town i think and i think before that actually is division which is like you know if you're a brownie or if you're a guide or whatever so it's unit division district which is either your town or the biggest town nearest to you and well, I mean, then... my district was East Cams. So, depending on whether there's a large town near you, it might just be your section of the county. Yeah, I think it depends a bit. Unless it's like division, but then district and division. I don't know. There's a lot of different words, and they kind of all start with D, and I get very confused. <laughs> Understandable. And then, yeah, then there's your county. And then there's, like, your region. So, like, I'm Somerset County, but I'm in the southwest. And I don't know what shape I make with my arms here to show that, but it's just remotely re- show you what the southwest looks like. And then you know it's, like, your country. And then it's girl guiding international. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> as part of, yeah, woo, or slash wags. I love that it's called wags. It's just really funny to me. It is such a funny word, isn't it? Wags three G's. <laughs> Love that. So, and within that, you'll have like a district commissioner and a county commissioner, and ours have like the same name, and that was really weird. 
I was really confused when they were like, oh, the commission's coming. I was like, I know that. And I was like, that's a completely different person. What's going on? And then we've also got the chief guide right at the top. Tracy Foster, that's our that's our chief guide. <laughs> and that's sort of how the structure is. So when you're um doing awards, some stuff like the Commonwealth Awards got to get signed off by your county commissioner. And when you do your Queen's Queen's Guide Award, which we'll talk about in a bit, that gets sent right up to the chief guide to sign. It's an important award. It's a big deal. Yes. But now we've talked about a couple of other awards we're going to do, but look wider which I think was abandoned in, like, 2016, but I don't really know. But my leader was like, I did this. This was cool. Um, I have some badges left from it, so you guys can do it. Remember, there's only three ranges. We have time to use it. I hope she has the metal badges left, because you do there's eight octants. That's how this thing is structured. You get a badge for completing each, each octant, and they make a big octagon. But then you also get a little metal one. Like that you can go on your badge tab and I want one. So I'm um, hopefully she's just got some just stored away. Fingers crossed. And essentially it's just it's made to like broaden your skills and stuff. So there's community action, which is I mean it's what it says in the tin. And what else is there? So it's community action creativity. Fit for life, like sports and stuff. Independent living. International. Leadership. Out of doors. Which is like camping kind of thing instead of a fitness sort of thing. And then personal values. And how it works is you've got your eight options. And within those eight options, you have three phases. So the first one, you do like three things for phase one. And it's sort of like trying things out, doing small things. For example, for community action, by phase one, I found out about an international charity that promotes human rights, so made a poster on Amnesty. And I, what else did I did? I also did a the RSPB survey, and I'm going to upcycle an old shirt, but I haven't got around to that yet. For the creativity phase one, I wrote a, I say I wrote a story. I mean, I copied out a story that I had written and published on AO3. <laughs> Like, I'd just written it, like, like last week. Might as well. <laughs> Might as well. I was like, I probably, I was like, I, I was, like, looking through what I had, and I was like, okay, I can't give, I can't give my leader, like, actual fan fiction, because, <laughs> well, if she recognises it, I die. And also, it's completely absurd and really weird, and I don't think I'd want to be like, this is my official guiding award. Here is a story about magical girls. Here is a magical girl they you. <laughs> So I did one. I did my um Ariadne retelling. I did that. Oh, nice! I think I added in a few extra bits because I was like, I want to make this hurt more. And I, <laughs> I went to see a uh, show. What does it? I went to see Greece. Uh, near, near near me. Can't say where. Otherwise, I every, every time I talk about guys, I come very close to doxing myself, and I really need to not not. Internet safety, and I attached a photo of a little bear that I had knitted. Oh. Fit for life. I've done I did some Sudoku for a week and I completed a quiz about my learning style and apparently I'm a visual learner. That's a fake thing. <laughs> That's yeah. not a real thing that exists. <laughs> I, I honestly I'm like, am I? Oh well it was on there, it was easy. Learning types are not <laughs> scientifically proven in fact they have been disproven by all the research to the extent that it got brought up in one of our lectures <laughs> for independent living i made this little um i made this little um color coding system i've got yellow for things i think i'll do and green for things i have done so i've yeah. highlighted create and or update your cv learn some basic diy skills and construct a flat pack furniture item because we're currently like decorating a metal there's going to be lots of those. Lovely. International. I've raised money for an international charity, the Rainforest Trust. We did a little bake sale. I remember you saying it was a very good bake sale. I'm very proud of you. Oh, thank you. For all you people who are going to do bake sales, ask for donations because then people give you loads of money for like cakes we're only going to sell for like 10 pence. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then you don't have to have a quote. You don't have to do maths. And you can just like, and when people are like, is this all right for a pound? You'd be like, yeah, sure. I don't care. Especially at the moment when a lot of people don't have a lot of money to spend, it means that everyone can get involved. Yeah. Because like, you know, if you say, oh, it's for donations, then someone with a kid who might not be able to afford a full pound for a cake can still afford 10p, 20p. Um, especially if you say you give change. <laughs> People like change. <laughs> People love change. But in half an hour, we raised 50 quid. Oh, nice. My mum's going to be so annoyed she hates when I say quid. <laughs> it's fine. She's never listened to this. No. I also, you know, I'm going to, I'm also going to try cooking recipes from two different countries because I do like my, like, Mediterranean cooking and stuff. Nice. And, and you love my my cookie recipe that I sent you. I love you. your Danish recipe. I've, it is part of. This isn't technically my lovely little little uh, plan for this, but I'm gonna bring it up. It's part of my so fit for life phase two. So phase two is when you do like twelve hours of something, but it can be like in like. Spread as much time as you want. I'm making a little recipe book, and your cookies are in there. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I, you say they're my cookies. They're not. I found the recipe somewhere else online, but, but you I gave, gave you the recipe. Me, so, so... your cookies. Yeah. <clears throat> leadership. I have done nothing on. <laughs> um, <laughs> leadership's a really weird one. Yeah. It's like I don't really want to shadow a local MPO councillor for the day. I think I might get put in prison for the things I could do. <laughs> They'd be like, we're gonna not help the environment and I'm there behind but frying pan like <laughs> try me. Is your local MP a Tory by any chance? <laughs> oh, oh, he might be. Also, councils are rubbish, as we all know. Out of doors, I have visited a guide girl, girl guiding activity centre, Foxley's, which I I spoke about in the previous episode. Yes. You did. <laughs> so yeah, go check that out. <laughs> But I've also made a raised bed ready to plant fruit or vegetables. I mean, I planted fruit or vegetables and vegetables. That was my phase two for that. And then personal values, I completed a job aptitude test. Ooh. I got some weird results. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> I so remember doing that three. one in year 11 and getting told I should be a dog trainer. <laughs> Suppose you've got a dog. We do have a dog. Oh, that's something. I didn't train him. I that's trained a pony. I think that's a step one. up from oh, dog yeah, trainer. Totally. <laughs> Phase two are things like organize a fundraising event. We did. What did we do? Actually, You've done so many. I do a lot of fundraising. I think this, this is for a different cake cell. This was for the church cake cell, which was the first project for a while. And um, I essentially baked everything the night before slash the night before that, and then I decorated everything in the morning, and the bake cell was at ten. And I was like, okay, we need a half nine so we can get there and set up. And um, no, yeah, um, so I was like, but we've just got to finish the Victoria Sponge real quick. And I get there with five minutes to set up an entire bake cell and the amount of cake I had. Because I baked loads of stuff myself and people also like my friends helped like make me stuff as well, but I had to carry all that there. And like people are coming up to me and I'm like, I've been here for a minute. Let's go a minute, like do you have anything for, you know, um, diabetics? I was like... It's a bake sale. <laughs> I was like, I've literally just put down the thing. I don't know. Probably not. These cookies have, like, no sugar. <laughs> Note to self, next time, bring savoury things. Yeah, because, like, diabetics, they're either going to have really low blood sugar and need something with a lot of sugar in, or they're going to want something with no sugar. <laughs> In which case, a bake sale is not, not your best bet for finding a snack. It was this lady and she was talking to me. And I was, like, stressed. So I obviously wasn't in my best thing to think. And I was just so confused on whether she wanted something with no fat or no sugar. Because she seemed like she would change her mind every few minutes. So eventually I was just like, these cookies have no sugar. And she bought some cookies. And I was like, I really hope I didn't just kill a person. But I'm Oof. sure it was fine. Please bake so responsibly. Yeah. A note for next time, I'm going to have some, make sure I have some savoury stuff so that everyone 
can give me money for charity. Yes, cheese scones are a good shout. And more mince pies, mince pies are super quickly. Oh yeah, especially near Christmas time. Yeah, because it was a Christmas bake sale. My church Christmas bake sale, but I wasn't raising money for the church, I was raising money for mine. Ah. So um, I made like... Good I mean, churches like fundraising anyway, so... Yes, the priest was all for it. They kept me around like, oh, do you want me to take your money? I was like, oh, no, actually. I'm not giving this to you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I, that was that was a long bit, so that was not half an hour. That was like five hours. Yeah. And we raised 70 quid. I think I raised more money than any of the other little youth schools there purely because I had cake and they had games. <laughs> and then I'm like, cool, um, look at the 70 quid I made. I will be taking it and giving it away. <laughs> Just, I'm so sorry. Um, the paint job can wait. Like, So that's the sort of thing you can do for phase two. I did for phase two and three for creativity, I did lamez. I did a theatre performance, and because it took so long, because there were so many different rehearsals, I've got a little, um, I made a little, like, diary of it, and so I needed to do phase three, you do over 30 hours of something, 20 hours and you get a qualification, or 20 hours, and then you teach for three hours and then do an evaluation, but that was way too much effort, so I was like, yeah, this is fine. (laughs) <laughs> and so it's really nice but then in, in you go see in the corner I'm like counting up the hours and this was this was in one week this was a Friday to Friday so it went from you know one hour we did a little tech run and then it was like I oh, guess here now and then we've gone up to eight hours because it was seven hour rehearsals on the weekends Oof. and then it was how many hours and it's like and then it was like nine to five on Monday and then it so that was up to 23 hours, and then the rest of it was, like, shows. And so I think yeah. I got up to 40, 44 hours. Then at the end, I've got all of these lovely photos I took of backstage. That's what I did for my phase three. You can, like, the qualifications you can do, um, like, first aid, lifeguard training. I'm reading from the Fit for Life, and I'm like, I've stuff. Um... So for international, for example, I can complete my Commonwealth Award. I want to go to a World Centre, see previous episode. But yes. obviously that's a lot of effort and money. So we may just have to set up a Commonwealth Award. But after you're doing your phase one, you're phase two and three of one um, option, you get your little triangle badge. All of them, you get your little die. It's like a, like a diamond, little pin badge. And it's, it's a really cool award. It's a, I think it's a shame that they like, got rid of it. Apparently it's been more replaced by the Commonwealth Award, but the Commonwealth Award just isn't as cool. Yeah. Oh, I can talk about my, my, um, my vegetables. So for out of doors, for phase two, I'm growing my own fruit and veg. And I made myself this like four by four raised bed about square foot gardens. Square foot gardens are really cool. You make a raised bed, you fill it with compost. So this thing is like stacked with nutrients. And you yeah. separate it into square feet and you grow something different in each square foot. And then you get this massive variety of like, okay, I've got spinach, leeks, carrots, spring onions, potatoes, beetroot, strawberries, French beans, I think it's French beans, pepperoni beans, um, corn, sweet corn, basil, no, that's basil, I've got oregano, rosemary, tarragon, oregano, I said oregano, that's said oregano, <laughs> parsley. You don't have too much oregano, though. Have loads of oregano. This is from your resident Italian. Have loads of oregano. Yes. It's so good. I've got, like, a little compact one so I can fit, like, four different pets of herbs in one thing. It's all, like... <laughs> I'm slightly worried at some point I'm going to have to, like, move some stuff around because all the herbs are going to be attacking each other. <laughs> yeah, you might. Or, like, well, prune yeah, the edges. The or... Oh, and coriander. I've got coriander as well. Oh, okay. yeah, coriander's moment. good. Yeah, if nothing's coming up then, so I'm a bit worried about that. Mm. But a quick plant. Sometimes, sometimes things just take uh, a while. Yeah, we do, we'll, we'll wait. Maybe I'll put some more seed in in a few weeks if nothing's happened. Yeah. And that's coming up. Oh, we've got broad beans as well. They've been actually growing. My, it's very blustery up there. 
You know when you just see like all your plants move around at alarming speeds and you're just slightly yeah. concerned that your garden's about to become a bomb site? Yeah. So yeah, that was, you know, it's it's good fun. And because it's in my garden, I don't just forget about it and leave it to die. But that's, yeah, that's look wider. It's cool. And now we're going to go on to the Award to Beach All Awards. The <laughs> Queen's Guide Award. Which I don't think is changing to the Queen's Guide Award, and thank goodness for that. So the Queen's Guide Award, um, first off, and I don't know why my brain is so insistent on saying this, but it's harder and more work than DV. I don't know why my brain is so insistent on comparing it to DV, but it is, so it's more work than DV. You have it's over three years. Once you complete it, I think you have yeah, it's three years to complete it or before your twenty fifth birthday. So you have, I haven't done it yet, so I don't actually know that well, but I think you have five different sort of aspects you do. So there's personal development, so you pick a skill like Bakrame, and you develop it over like 50 hours, like sort of like over a year. And then at the end, you'll present, you know, your findings, maybe you'll run a couple classes on it with your unit, something like that. And... But each time you do, you have like an assessor. So say so like, I made this wall hanging, I did that, and they're like, cool, taking that off, taking that off, taking that off. And then you have sort of your guiding specific focus. So you do four projects, sort of help give back to guiding. And there's so the girl focus, which might be like volunteering with a unit. There's growth and what is the word? Growth and something, which is sort of like spreading the word. I think it's. I need to Google this actually. I've no idea what this is. Um, I've got the PDF open. Oh yeah, there's loads of great PDFs in girl guiding. They have love PDFs that. for everything. I love it. Retention, growth, and retention. Which is like, which is helping people like join and also like supporting transitions. Like, like when we ground used to guides, you might do a little, you know, like a little camp to like, oh, hey, you know, this is like your brownie snob. This is what it's like we got to guides. This is the sort of thing you do, something like that. Volunteer, which is either a new volunteering role or you support other volunteers. And inclusion, which is like accessibility, diversity, that sort of thing within, you know, the organization. And they'd like you to work at a different level of guiding for each, like, unit, district, division, county, country, such region. Girl Guiding UK or WAGS. This is me just reading off the PDF. They did change the PDF. It's very nice. It's it's very fancy. And one of them's, like, like one of those long, you know, 50 hours. And then there's a community action. So you research your cause. You help, you know, do things for that cause. And then you share that with others. And then you lead the way, which is like an outdoor sort of. You you, you can partner up when you, if you're doing your gold DV and do the same expedition, or you can do some residentials. It's all that kind of thing, you know, leading things outdoors, new people. And then a social experience challenge, which can be like a residential or an event, like you take on a new responsibility. Or just any responsibility or somewhere you haven't been. And it's all sort of like you have to plan it out before. It's a big deal. You've got all these different like assessors and supervisors. And it's a lot of it's like personal growth, but there's also like all these skills you learn, like teamwork and leadership. And it looks like great on uni applications apparently, so we're gonna try and try and get it done for that. <laughs> and then when you finish it, I, I really hope they still do the cool, you get like a cool um little metal brooch, it's really fancy. I hope they still do that because I want one. <laughs> and then you also get to go to like one of these, they have like a, I think they have like three every year maybe. And you go to one of them and it's just sort of celebrating. You've done this cool award. It's taken years and you've finally finished it with other people going through the same thing. And then you're a Queen's Guide now. Nice. You're you're like, you're an alumni. You're cool. <laughs> so you can do that when you're 16. Up to like when you're 25. I think they might have changed it a little bit 
just because of COVID, like you might be able to add a couple years on to that. So that's something I'm planning to do in September when my exams are over and I have like a new schedule I can fit it in. Yeah. So that is a big deal. That is the award to beat all awards. And takes ages. You can like take, I think it's up to a year, like a planned break because life happens. So you might be like, I'm going to take two months off here for like exams or a month off here so I can find job or six months because new house takes work. Yes. So it's like, you know, it's a, it's a tough award, but it's, you can make it so you can like not die while you do it. <laughs> it's supposed to help you not like beat you into the ground of deadlines. And that, yeah, so that is most of the awards. Those are all the awards, to my knowledge, that you can do as a young member. They've got these schemes like the Girl Guiding Walking Scheme and Catering Scheme that you can do, but you have to be over 18 to like get any qualification. But I think you can start it when you're a bit younger. Yeah. So I don't know much about that because I am not over 18. Therefore, I'm not reading the 50-page PDF. It's it's like and it's not even like all pictures. It's all dense writing, and it's like oh my goodness. Ah, uh, poor baby, you've got so much to look forward to when you go to university. So, oh, another thing you can get, you can get um knights away badges. So you know, from since you're a little rainbow, you can you you have a track sheet of all like the residentials and sleepovers and camps you've been on. Yeah, and your first one, I this is of the southwest. I imagine it's like similar. In other um, regions, I think that's like different designs. That just has like Southwest on the one middle. So your first one, you get like a. I do believe it's a hexagon. It's not a regular hexagon. It's sort of long. And that's your first night. And then for your five, ten, fifteen, twenty, and twenty-five, you have these little yellow triangles, and it's like it makes a little star. And then for your, that's it, like five nights away, ten nights away. Then your 30 is like a, like a shooting star bit. And then it goes, and then it goes in sort of, you know, when you have a star and you've got like the extra star bits in between the stars so you can be extra celestial. So it's 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. 100 is like a nice big shiny star. And then it goes round in like 25s, I think. And I think it goes up to like 300. So that's, you know, showing you've been away a lot. And I've got mine in the middle of my blanket because I don't actually remember how big it gets. <laughs> I don't want to have to awkwardly cut things off. And now the history. And now the history. <laughs> I think I mentioned this. This is like the first thing I mentioned in my little this is what we're covering today class. And it's coming at the end. How long That's do we okay. have? <laughs> how long do we have me to speed through this? Um, 45 minutes. Oh, okay. That's fine. I really do have all the time in the world. <laughs> so, in World War One, we were important. Yes. We were important in World War Two, but this is like chrono- chr- chr- chronologically. According yes. to the website, we um we grew food. We were, and this is according to both the website and this random magazine I wrote when I was in year three. We were also like part of like a messenger service and we carried messages and stuff. And the magazine said we were like spies because they thought girls were more trustworthy than boys. But I've never found <laughs> yeah. any other sources. So like I really can't say, but it was the pinnacle of like we had a World War One day and I went as a spy because of that. And no one understood what I meant and they all thought I was trying to be German. And I was like, no. It's not how it works, guys. It's no, for, for what it's worth, I heard the exact same thing. They used girl guides because they couldn't trust the Boy Scouts. <laughs> to be fair, I heard it like, too. I mean, I actually don't know any Boy Scouts, so I can't really tell you if this is an accurate comparison. Call in and tell us. Are Boy Scouts more or less reliable than Girl Guides? <laughs> we could be a radio show now. <laughs> actually, no, email us. We have an email. We do have an email. Hey, I like pod at gmail.com. Yes. Email us, if, email us up so we can uh, settle this debate. 
I don't yes. think it's really a debate. I don't think anyone really put much thought into this, but we have, so it's fine. We did well, that. Eight-year-old me apparently wrote a great big long thing in my English book in year five. Hey, hey, eight-year-old Jess. The girls or boys were better. So. <laughs> but don't be so yeah, but it's just be be kind. But also I'm really I'm really curious on if any really old people like know anything about this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I doubt there's going to be many girl guiding spies from World War One still around. <laughs> well, you know, they could have had diary. A girl can dream. Yes, we can. Um, and personally, in... I think the diary of a World War One guide who is also a spy would be a brilliant thing to read. Oh God, imagine! Because be you just brilliant. know it will go from like went into active war zone to knitted some socks. <laughs> And they both held like the same amount of like importance. Maybe I should write it. <laughs> you should. That would be a very interesting book. You would have to help me with the research. I would happy to do that. So in 1941, I think it was the, was it the RAF. I did read about this. I do know this. Was like said to the girl guys, "Okay, we need eleven thousand cotton reels." They were like, "Okay, yeah, we can do that." Yeah, a little bit later, here's forty-two thousand. Plus one on the side. And we didn't really know why we needed these cotton, ro- cotton reels, but, you know, we gave them to them. Here are your 42,000 cotton reels. And what they were using them for was to send secret messages and codes and stuff across the country. And so we saved lives. Go girl guiding. And the 2022 Remembrance Badge actually just has some cotton reels on there to show this is what we did in the war, which I think is very cool. We also, and this was, um, we had a very old former guide come visit. Sort of gave us sort of a talk about, you know, what, what guiding was like when it was in its kind of early days. You know, they, I was like part of the uh, World War Two helping out. You know, we knitted socks for soldiers, lots of fundraising. Nice. We did change it as rangers, you know, we became... We've been, uh, we've been, we've been like first we were senior guides, and then we were rangers, and then we were senior section, then we were rangers. But in World War Two, it was you had air rangers, sea rangers, and land rangers, and we all had different cool uniforms for it. And so, I must admit, I don't know much about it, but it was part of my guiding history, right? So that's how I know it exists. And so, yeah, these kind of youth movements across, you know, across the UK, really good support the war effort. Lots of socks and hidden messages and cotton reels. <laughs> That's your cool history fact of the day. I love it. I think they had quite cool hats. The uniforms changed a lot too. So when it was like in really the early beginnings where it's just been started, it was sort of like you kind of made your own uniform and you kind of modelled it off the scouts, but very vaguely. It was like your most hard-wearing skirt and a smart shirt. And eventually, you know, it became into, um, you know, it became a regulated thing. Rangers, we've always been blue. It used to be dark blue, we're now light blue and grey. Apart from our, our you know, the, the uh, 2010 centenary, then everyone was neon pink. Great time. <laughs> so it went, you know, like these long, long skirts, shirts, hats. Hats were a big thing, and then suddenly we had no hats. Quite thankful for that. It was like ties and neckers for a bit. And now, you know, we're in our very, we're in our very not, honestly, not very smart gyro in this massive hoodie. But it's great. It's really comfy. So that's all that matters, really. Yeah. You can get a formal shirt for events. They had some really nice skirts. I think it was the 50s. Around that, you know, like 50s, 60s, 70s. And they had some nice skirts. I do quite like those. Yeah. Probably best we don't wear skirts anymore. We just wear whatever. I could wear a skirt. But you never know when you get to Rangers if it's like, are we are we going to be doing a campfire? Are we going to be sitting down and doing some crafts? Am I being like whizzed across the floor on a wooden thing or pan out on wheels at like a hundred miles an hour? So sometimes skirts are not the most practical thing. <laughs> also, most of my skirts are like I don't want to be covered in floor dust. So, and I think. Let me think of anything else, but I think this may be this may be it. I don't know. Do do you have any questions? Uh <laughs> no. Do you want me to do you want me to outro? Um, yes, please.
remember you can check us out on YouTube, Tumblr, email us if you have queries, appreciation, good vibes. <laughs> Our Patreon will be coming very soon. It is coming. It is approaching. You cannot escape. You cannot Unless escape. You have no money, then you probably can't quite easily escape. Yeah, we're not going to force you to do anything you don't want to do. We physically can't do that. We live in your phone. <laughs> if you want to get involved in girl guiding, please visit the website like girlguidingbook.co.uk. Become a guide. Become <laughs> a leader. Do cool stuff. You can be anything. Good night. Good night. <laughs>